Holy Fire Reiki Master and Intuitive. This is my podcast, Manifest Magic. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. We are going to get started on the month of August. There is a lot for us to cover for this month. There will be many planetary changes, especially with the planets changing signs during the month of August. So as you guys know, we are in Leo season. The sun moved into Leo last week on July 23rd. And Leo season is going to bring all the passion, all the heat, drama, theatrics, but most of all, it's going to help us connect with our hearts. So what we have coming up for the month of August, well, we have a full moon in Aquarius on August 3rd at 11.58 p.m. Eastern Time. This will be at 11 degrees of Aquarius. The sun will be at 11 degrees of Leo. So if you guys have Aquarius, Leo, planets in your chart, knowing where you have Aquarius and Leo ruling which houses in your chart will be super helpful. If you need help, you know where to find me. I would be happy to give you some more insight into this full moon and how it will be falling in your chart. So let me get into this full moon in Aquarius because this is an important full moon for all of us and it ties into what we are currently going through in the world, of course, because astrology is always reflecting what's happening energetically on a collective level since the planets are always sending us energy. So with this full moon in Aquarius, Aquarius is the sign of revolution, radical ideas, rebellion, the non-traditional viewpoint. Aquarius is a sign of humanity, humanitarianism, groups. What is best for the team? Aquarius teaches us to think outside of the box and to be open to new ideas. So this full moon in Aquarius, it's about us fighting for our freedom. And it's also about us finding the truth. Since Uranus is the ruling planet of Aquarius, Uranus is a very fast, shocking, unexpected energy. So with Uranus, we never know what's going to happen. Anything is possible and it's sudden. It's shocking. So with Aquarius being so focused on the truth and liberation and helping others, this full moon, there's going to be a lot of information that is going to be revealed to us, especially around what has been happening in the world. I know you guys have seen this video circulating about this doctor talking about the cure for the virus. And it's been all over the internet. It's been all over social media. And so I feel that this is definitely where we are heading since 
this full moon is going to bring some radical changes, some awakenings to all of us on a collective level. So at this full moon, something's going to happen. Something's going to come to light. And it's about us coming together in a unified way. This full moon wants us to create this global community. And I think there's also a lesson around us letting go of this idea of you're right, I'm I'm wrong, or I'm wrong, or I'm right, you're wrong. This whole um, duality and polarity and the different parties and the politics and all this BS, right? Because at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. And it's doing us absolutely no good by fighting against one another when in fact, on some level, we're just puppets. And there's an agenda so much bigger than any of us realize that's happening, that's playing out. And so at this full moon, I think this is a time for all of us to question the narratives and to question what the hell's really going on. And the distraction that's been occurring with all of this is that we've been fighting against each other. What we need to do is come together and we need to fight against those who are in charge and giving us the false information and the misleading information and the fear mongering and the media and all of this stuff that has been holding us captive. We want the truth. We want to know what's going on. So this full moon is going to really bring it to a head. People want clarity. People want the truth. And Aquarius, again, it's all about freedom. It's all about rebellion and pushing past these limitations and these boundaries. So right now at this full moon, we've got Jupiter retrograde. We've got Saturn retrograde and we've got Pluto retrograde all in Capricorn. So when these planets are retrograde, there's more of an introspection with the energies. Jupiter's expansion, it's truth. Saturn's restriction, authority, government, dictatorship, Pluto, it's disease, it's death, it's transformation, it's rebirth. It's destruction, rebuilding. So these guys in Capricorn, which have been laying down the foundation of energy throughout this year, we're seeing a complete change in the structures, in government, in authority. And nothing will be as we know it because something new is happening. Something new is evolving. Something new is coming into our world. And we are here to observe it. And we're living through it at this moment. So with the full moon in Aquarius, we are finding our voices. We are finding our truth. The other thing that's happening at this full moon is Uranus, the ruling planet of Aquarius, is in Taurus. And Taurus wants there to be stability. It wants us to connect to our earth, 
our planet, our resources. It wants what's real. It wants what's tangible. And then the sun is in Leo. So with the sun in Leo, there's creativity, there's strength, there's confidence. It's us connecting to our heart. So between Aquarius and this Leo energy, because this moon is in opposition of the sun, there's this sense of finding our freedom, following our hearts, finding the courage to follow our hearts, finding the courage to free ourselves. And this is also with us finding our personal freedom, not just on a collective level. So on a personal level, this is about us connecting with us, with our freedom, with us allowing ourselves to be free, freeing ourselves from whatever confines we have inflicted or imposed upon ourselves. But at this full moon, we're connecting to our truth, connecting to our freedom, liberating ourselves, finding clarity and it's going to be unexpected so maybe we feel suddenly it's time for us to break free from a self-limiting pattern from a contract or an agreement that we have made in our lives with a person with ourselves maybe some self-imposed restrictions that we have set some rules that we have created for ourselves, or maybe this is a time where we need to restructure those boundaries or restructure those rules or restructure some sort of foundation. It's time for a change. With that full moon being ruled by Uranus, the planet of change, this is a time to welcome in the change and allow the change to occur. Welcome in the chaos that comes with a sudden breakthrough. So there's the full moon on August 3rd. And the day after the full moon on August 4th, we will have Mercury moving into Leo. So Mercury's been in Cancer through much of the summer. Very quiet, introspective, emotional energy. Now with Mercury moving into Leo, Mercury is the planet of communication, thinking, speaking, writing, technology. So Mercury and Leo, Leo is a bold is a, and confident, passionate energy. So with Mercury and Leo, we're going to feel more confident in how we express ourselves. We will feel more courageous with how we express ourselves and that's going to be a nice change because Mercury in a fire sign, it's quick. It's rapid. It does not think too much before it answers or before it speaks. And then on August 7th, we're going to have Venus moving into Cancer. So Venus has been moving through Gemini for what seems forever. I think it's been since May um, because Venus was... In Gemini, starting in May, and then we had Venus retrograde. So Venus has had an extra long stay in Gemini. And that's fun because it's a flirtatious energy. It's a quick energy. Venus is the planet of love, affection, pleasure. And in Gemini, it's this curious, 
flirty, youthful energy. But now with Venus moving into Cancer, it's going to feel more lighthearted, sensitive, affectionate, more emotional, and more emotionally expressive around love and romance. Since Cancer is connected to unconditional love, nurturing, devotion, caring, Venus and Cancer, it's going to get all sweet and a little sappy, but we need some romance. So it's going to add some sweetness to Leo season. And then on August 8th, we have the Lionsgate portal. So I'm going to explain to you guys what that is. The Lionsgate way happens every August 8th. And what it is, it's when there's an alignment between Earth and the star Sirius. So Sirius rises in the sky and it forms a direct alignment with the Pyramid of Giza. And from our perspective on Earth, it appears that Sirius comes closer to Earth. So Sirius is the brightest star we can see. And it is twice the size of our sun and 26 times brighter. So this alignment is so special because it is opening us up to higher consciousness. And it's bringing in a surge of light that's activating the human energy field. So it's transmitting high vibrational frequencies. So this is a time of awakening, healing. It's also a time of accelerated ascension. And this happens once a year. I remember last year, the Lionsgate portal on August 8th. And I just remember the energy that day was absolutely incredible. And I remember thinking, oh my God, would it be incredible if it was like this every day? But it happens once a year. So it's super special. It's a great day to connect with your with your body, with your heart, meditation, and just spending a beautiful day outside, a beautiful day at the beach. It's going to happen next Saturday. So I myself am hoping to spend some time outside in the sun at the beach, soaking up all that beautiful energy. This August is going to be really interesting. A lot of different energies are happening. A lot of faster moving energy since the sun is in Leo. We have fire to work with and we need some fire because this year we've had so much earth energy with those big planets, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn moving through Capricorn. But I want to switch gears for a second and I want to talk to you guys about sinistry charts. So I've been receiving a lot of questions about synastry charts and what a synastry chart is, it's when you look at two people's astrological charts and you combine them into one. So the cool thing about this is that it shows the relationship these two people have and it shows the effect that these two people have on one another. So most of the time, synastry charts are used to look at a romantic relationship but they can be used to look at any type of relationship, mother, daughter, 
father, son, siblings, friends, anybody, business partner. So this is really helpful because it will tell you the story you have with this person. It will show you the challenges you may have with this person, or it will show you what is super easy in your relationship with this person. It also shows you maybe a past life connection or a karmic connection with this person. So sinistry charts are absolutely fascinating. I know that I've looked at my chart with my parents and I was blown away by what I saw. I have quite the connection with both of them in this lifetime, but also in past lifetimes. And it has really helped me understand our relationship on a deeper level. I've looked at my relationship with my siblings, and that has given me a lot of information as well. I have four siblings that are Tauruses, and I have a son who is also a Taurus. My North Node is in Taurus, and the North Node is what we are here to learn. Me, I always felt like I had a struggle with these Tauruses. I felt they were super stubborn. They were a pain in my butt. But then after I learned more about my astrology and understanding my North Node, it made sense. These Tauruses are here to teach me and I am here to learn. So that really helped me a lot in looking at my synastry with other people, seeing the bigger picture. There is so much more to it. The synastry is really helpful in understanding where you maybe need to work harder in your relationship or knowing where things are easy, where you connect with this person and how you connect with this person. So some of the most beautiful synastry combinations I have seen that I know of in relationships is the sun conjunct the sun. That is when the sun signs are in the same sign at the same degree. This from a past life can indicate that you guys were rivals or you were siblings. And another aspect I've seen in synastry charts, which I found interesting is Juno conjunct Pluto. This can be good. This can be bad. Depends on what everything else looks like. This can indicate really intense connection, really intense passion. So the moon being the feminine, soft energy, the sun is the masculine, external energy. These two energies mirror each other. And there is a great understanding of these two. Typically, this can indicate a past life connection that was through marriage, that was through a partnership. It's a beautiful conjunction. There's so many other aspects of synastry to look at, but those are just a couple and there's some that you want to watch out for that can make things a little bit more difficult, especially when it comes to Saturn and Mars. I do synastry charts. If you are curious about having a synastry chart done, I offer them on my site and I would be happy to help you with that. So switching gears, I wanted to 
talk to you about what the energy is like this August, how to use it, how to move through it. August, most of the month, we have the sun in Leo, fiery, passionate energy, time to make decisions, make moves, active energy, masculine energy with Mercury and Leo, it's going to give us a greater deal of confidence and we will believe more in ourselves, what we're communicating, what we're expressing. Towards the end of the month, we will have the sun move into Virgo, which will be a more grounding, earthy energy. I always say by the end of Leo season with so much passion and fire, we'll be ready for a little bit of a sober grounding energy when Virgo season comes. August 3rd, we have this big full moon to start off the month. I will be hosting a beautiful full moon ceremony with Miss Jamie Lynn, 8 p.m. Eastern time. If you can make it, I would love to see you. We will be working on healing, connecting with personal freedom, finding our inner Uranus and Aquarian rebel. I want to add a card reading I pulled for the full moon in Aquarius. I pulled three cards from one of my favorite decks. It's called Sacred Destiny Oracle by Denise Lynn. The three cards that came up for the full moon in Aquarius. The first one is Standstill. The second one is stillness and the third one is release. So the message I'm feeling with these three cards is that at this full moon, we are going to be receiving a lot of information. We're wanting to act. We're wanting to change. We're wanting to move forward with this information. But there's so much coming into our consciousness so many messages that are coming into our consciousness that we're receiving that we just need to have a moment of meditation where we stand still. We allow ourselves to digest this information and then we act. There is an energy around release at this full moon as well. With the release card, this means making things clearer, clearing out excessive energies, clearing out old situations, letting go of old situations or relationships. Since this is a full moon, there is a release element to things. And if we're able to allow ourselves to collect this information, filter this information, meditate on this information at the full moon, and then allow ourselves to let go of or free ourselves from something. This is the best way for us to move through this full moon in Aquarius energy. I pulled three cards from my tarot deck as well. The first card that came up was the Queen of Pentacles. So she is this beautiful woman sitting on her throne, surrounded by abundance, surrounded by opportunities. Pentacles speaks of our physical 
and material possessions. It speaks of manifestation and prosperity. The second card I pulled was the Ten of Pentacles. Again, more talk about money, what we are accomplishing, opportunities. The third card is Page of Pentacles. Material, more material, more financial, new business, new ideas, initiating, abundance. So the three cards here really speak to me about creating more abundance, creating more opportunities, exploring new opportunities that are coming to you with this full moon and letting yourself fully immerse into this new energy of prosperity, allowing yourself to manifest these financial or material desires that you have. This is about being motivated to fulfill a dream, to manifest a personal goal. So we are receiving this information. We're receiving opportunities. We're receiving options in our life. And it's up to us to allow the space and freedom in order to manifest or in order for us to receive these gifts that the universe is bringing to us in our lives. So this is my card reading for the Aquarius full moon on August 3rd. I hope you enjoyed it. I will be offering astrology readings for this full moon as well as August and the year ahead. If you are curious to learn more about your personal astrology for the future, for 2020, how to navigate it, or if you want your birth chart done, The birth chart is a beautiful thing. It helps us understand more about ourselves on a much deeper level. It is our cosmic blueprint. I will be hosting as well a full moon ceremony with Miss Jamie Lynn, who was on my podcast last week for the full moon in Aquarius on August 3rd. And... On August 3rd, the full moon, I will begin my Journey into Soul Leo course. It is a four-week course. We are going to be harnessing Leo energy, and you will be learning how to use this energy, how Leo season will affect you astrologically, and you will learn lots more about your own personal astrology. So join me if you would like to. My website is ashleyred.com, A-S-H-L-I-E, red, R-E-D.com. And my Instagram is ashley, A-S-H-L-I-E, redmond, R-E-D-M-O-N-D. I will see you next week. We will be getting deeper into the Lionsgate portal, which will be occurring on 8-8. Have a beautiful week and happy full moon.